Welcome to HopeNet Radio, connecting generations to save lives from destructive lifestyles and suicide. Suicide was definitely something that was on my mind a lot. I wanted the pain of life to just stop. My dad is kind of verbally abusive, and he's also a workaholic. When I was hanging around with a bad group, I got raped. I was angry with God for the longest time. A couple weeks ago, my cousin hung himself. I really need to get closer to God. I just slipped so far. HopeNet Radio. It's HopeNet Radio. You can talk with a live spiritual coach anytime at HopeNet360.com. Now, here are the hosts of HopeNet Radio, Jeff and Dave. Hey, welcome to HopeNet Radio, where conversations save lives. This is episode 153, and my name is Jeff. It's great that you're joining us here this week for this conversation. With us in studio, with me in studio, DW. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? It's good to be with you. It is good to be with you. Christmas, it's almost here. Can you believe it? You guys like Charlie Brown Christmas? Do you like Charlie Brown? Yeah, I love I'm a Charlie fan. Brown. Oh, man. He's got the greatest Christmas stuff. Go, go watch Charlie Brown Christmas. Is that something your generation does? Yes, yeah, of course. Good. Along with watching like Home Alone and all that stuff. No, we don't watch Home Alone in my generation. We watch Charlie you Brown. You asked what I did in my generation. <laughs> I, didn't want, I didn't. I asked if you watched Charlie Home Alone Brown. Didn't exist I didn't in care your about your Home Alone stuff. <laughs> your whole generation is characterized by Home Alone. I mean, that's what you guys do. Oh, thanks. You stay home alone. <laughs> Jason, I don't know if you know the answer to this, but do you think Kevin became a popular name after that aired? I, I would imagine so. I, I kind of wonder that. I mean, it was, it was through Home Alone that I learned how to speak French. Oh. Uh, je ne sais quoi? No. <laughs> Les Ecopetons. Oh, yeah? Yes. <laughs> I had that once at a restaurant. That's good. <laughs> what is it? You're what, you're what the French call Les Ecopetons. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're saying. Uh, uh, however, however, I don't know in, what in my defense, I used to watch Le Beau on Hogan's Heroes, and he was French. Now, I, I did watch Hogan's Heroes a couple of times. That is hilarious. That program was hilarious. And LeBeau, he was a French guy. I don't know who LeBeau was. LeBeau was a little guy. He was the French guy that got, was captured, and he would always be the chef for oh, things. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Gotcha. Anyway. Jason's with us back on the show this week. Jason, are you ready for Christmas yet? Oh, I am. Absolutely. I love Christmas. I love the lead-up to Christmas. I love Christmas. Christmas is one of my favorite holidays. And yes. Well, I still have a few things to wrap and things, but, uh, but yeah, we're ready for Christmas. You know, I used to. I, this guy in town and I. More than once, we met at Fleet Farm on Christmas Eve. And we'd be walking around looking at each other. I mean, we'd be walking around Fleet Farm, and, and then all of a sudden we'd spot each other and start laughing. Because <laughs> Christmas Eve, it's like, what are you doing in here? What are you doing in here? Oh, I don't know. I just thought I'd go to Fleet Farm. You didn't just choose to go to Fleet Farm. You're doing something. <laughs> and then we would just kind of laugh and keep, so what are you looking for? Because we're going to buy our wives on the same things, you know, at Fleet Farm. You go to Fleet Farm to buy presents? <laughs> for your wife. Oh, man. <laughs> you, you know you're a sad case when that happens. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at wrenches and stuff and thinking, no, no, you know, tires, no, you know, how about batteries? For No, probably not. So it's harder to find things. In fact, here's what I would challenge. If you're a guy, go into Fleet Farm and look for something for that special lady in your life and see if you can find it. It's kind of a game. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the man's mall. So, you know, you're going to come out with like walnuts or something. Oh, I mean, they, they do sell that. <laughs> yes. Have you guys gone and you've done a little bit of Christmas shopping. Have you seen any like odd or strange last minute Christmas shopping ideas? Um, besides Chia Pets? Are those still around? Oh yeah, I think so. Chia, chia, chia. Yeah, have you ever have you ever had one? <laughs> no. <laughs> really? 
Half don't, the hairstyles they look like they were created on a chia pet first. Don't uh, don't most people eat the chia now instead of growing it? They do, they do. Really? But but you can smear it on things. And schmear? Schmear. <laughs> schmear, 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 yeah, schmear, schmear. How do you say schmear? <laughs> <laughs> Go on. How do you say schmear? Schmear. There. Smear. Yeah. No. Schmear. Schmear. <laughs> schmear it. Smear. You guys need to learn to speak. <laughs> that would be my Christmas wish. Hey, we're having way too much fun on the show this week. But if you're new to HopeNet Radio, this is the show where conversations save lives. And this week, all we want to do is to help you to have a little bit of joy. We're going to have some fun tonight. It is our last regular episode. We're going to do a special Christmas edition next week on HopeNet Radio. But for this week, it's our last Really, uh, what I would consider maybe a standard show, if there is such a thing as a standard HopeNet radio show. I'm not sure if there is. Uh, but we're going to have a fun conversation with you and reminisce a little bit about this year. There's been a lot of really neat things that have happened, and, and maybe in your life, too. I hope this year you can look back, and yes, it's sometimes a difficult time of year to, to think about Christmas coming up, and maybe there's anxiety about the next year. Maybe this has been a rough year for you. I don't know what kind of year 2016 has been, but we can all look back and look at the positives and look at some of the negatives and just see where God has come to work and where he's still working in your life. So we're going to focus on that this week and hopefully help you to find that joy and really get into the spirit of Christmas tonight here on HopeNet Radio. You can join the conversation with us tonight right now on Twitter. Use the hashtag HNRTB. It's the HopeNet Radio tweet back, the hashtag HNRTB. This conversation is just getting started here on HopeNet Radio. Are you hurting? Stressed out? Need somebody to talk to? Chat with a live spiritual coach anytime at HopeNet360.com. This is HopeNet Radio. Feel free to email the show, hope at HopeNet360.com. Now, back to Jeff and Dave. Hey, welcome back to the show in our fun. I forgot to mention that our live coaches are available. I know this isn't always a fun time of year for a lot of people. And so tonight, if you're struggling, if you're going through something difficult in your life, and you need someone right now to talk with about what's going on, I encourage you, don't hide in silence. Don't stay quiet. Find a way to have a conversation. Live coaches are available on our website, hopenet360.com. You can chat with them. Tell them what's going on in your life. And, uh, and let them speak to you, maybe in a way that, you know, you just need to hear tonight. Just some encouragement, some words of faith, or just boldness that you may not have heard from anybody else. Jeff, DW, we got Jason hanging out in studio tonight. We're having fun on this show. It's our last regular show of HopeNet Radio. We're going to do a special edition of HopeNet Radio next weekend. But tonight we're focusing on the fun. I mean, this is the season we've talked about the joy of Christmas season, the peace that comes into it that sometimes is kind of hard to find this time of year. And so tonight we want to have fun with you. We I asked the question this week, guys, the most unusual last minute Christmas shopping items that people have seen on sale. I put this out on Facebook and and uh, got a few responses, which was kind of fun. Uh, one of them, the most unusual last minute Christmas shopping item they've seen is fishing for floaters. It's a game. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to let you use your imagination on that. Floaters. Uh, another person chimed in, motorcycle inner tubes, mm. which I think is probably useful to someone. Uh, I don't have a motorcycle, but a lot of people do. So uh, I guess if you're looking for that gift, it's there. Lawn chairs. Did you guys know lawn chairs is this is the season to get lawn chairs? I didn't know that. Well, that would be for those in those warm climates. Jeff, you still got me stuck on something you said earlier, though. You said this is the last regular show that we have. Do we do irregular shows ever? 
I don't think we ever do irregular shows. Okay. I think our shows are very regular. I just wonder, because when you talk about regular shows, I wondered if we were doing any irregular ones to make it work. No, I think everything we do is regular. Okay, good. Except for everything you say, Dave, is just irregular. That might be true. I was just wondering, because I hear things and my mind starts to spin like, wait a minute, (laughs) if this is the last regular show... Then we must have done some irregular ones. Well, I think I think after three years, people expect something from us. Okay. I don't know what that is, but they expect something. And next week, we're not going to give that to them. We're going to do something totally different. That's right. They want peeps. Christmas peeps. Right. you got to tune in next week. It's going to be a great show. But uh, going back to this question, odd things, last-minute shopping items. At a local department store here in the area, uh, my mom messaged in, and she commented. She said, uh, there's a rack of fresh sweaters. Dave, you're going to be excited. There's fresh sweaters at a local store. I'm not sure if that means ugly. It just means they're fresh sweaters. Your fresh. generation is in trouble because you don't <laughs> like good-looking sweaters. <laughs> and you call them ugly, and you have parties. You know you can get a Christmas sweater with Trump's face on it, too. No. Well, that would be an ugly... Uh, <laughs> did I say that on air? I mean, that, that would be... That would be... <laughs> A unique sweater, that's for sure. I don't even want to go there because we're going to start talking about things that are probably going to be offensive. We're not talking about sweaters again, somewhere else. <laughs> I'll tell you some, some really interesting things. When I, when I was younger, I mean, there's just some strange things that people do at Christmas that are, are fun to remember because they were part of your traditions. And I would encourage you guys, you have young kids, yeah. I would encourage you, set traditions up. Even if they look silly to you, set them up. I'll give you one at our house. Um, I'm Swedish by heritage. I used to go to grandma's house for Christmas Eve. And on Christmas Eve, the Swedes have a smorgasbord. It's always the same stuff. You had meatballs and you had Swedish potato sausage, which I have no idea why people eat, but, but you had that. You had lutefisk, lutefisk, which was, again, no idea why. I could never get by my nose, much less into my mouth. <laughs> so I have no idea what that is. But, you know, the, the interesting thing is, is that those were traditions. You went to grandma's house. And you had that ugly smell of lutefisk in the air, and you had all the other stuff there. I mean, that was just part of it. Yeah. Uh, and, and part of it, too, was herring. You had pickled herring every year. Mm, delicious. And, and so when my kids were growing up, I kind of trashed all the other traditions, but I had them eat one piece of pickled herring each Christmas, and they did it for me. I mean, every Christmas. Did you eat any? Oh, yeah. Oh, I eat it all the time. I keep it in the fridge all the time. I, I love pickled herring. That's disgusting. And, and In fact, you come to the fridge. You come over to my house, Jason. I'll give you some because I have it. I have it in my fridge. Pickled herring. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Each year, though, I was buying my jar. Even last night, I was buying a jar of herring, and my wife said, you know, you need to keep enough for Christmas now because it's a tradition. If I don't have it, the girls will look at me and go, where's the herring? I mean, they don't want to eat it, but it's like. This is a tradition. Do they still eat it? Oh, yeah. They still each eat one piece. A whole piece. A whole piece. Yeah, a whole piece of herring each. Now, one of them actually has turned into liking it. So she's going to be okay. Uh, But but the other one still doesn't doesn't like it. So when you look at that, you know what? It's a totally meaningless tradition in a way. Yeah. In a a way. But you know what it does? It, It brings family together doing this tradition thing. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and it's, not, it's not evil, it's not bad, it's not wrong. It's just a, a silly little tradition that we do. Um, I would encourage you as, as with young kids, get in the habit of doing something that the kids can always just look back on and say, we did this every year. I mean, that, that's just what's fun. 
in life sometimes. Yeah. So I encourage you to do it, whatever it is. And did you get, you guys have that when you were growing up? Did, was there something that was done every year that you remember? Uh, we, we play a game every Christmas where uh, you get a bunch of like smaller kind of trinkety gift items. You wrap them up, throw them in the middle of the table, and everybody sits around the table. And then you get a pair of dice, roll 7-Eleven or doubles, you get to grab a gift from the middle. Everybody opens it, shows what they get, and then you set a timer for like 20 minutes, and you do it again, except this time you steal the gifts. Oh. And so we still do that to this day. Uh, okay. See, that's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Something like that. Yeah, you know, it's not pickled herring, but... So, tell me how that worked, because like for me, it was, I just picked out the gifts that were under the tree for me, we opened them up, and then I just went and played with them. That's all we did on Christmas Day. No, we, we always had some, some very... We always opened one gift on Christmas Eve. And then we would open the rest on Christmas morning. If I break tradition now, I mean, my girls get on me. And they're 30-some years old. <laughs> but it's like you get up in the morning, you do a certain thing, you, you know, and then you get dressed and you, you come back and you do so. I mean, it's like, here's tradition, Dad. Here's what we do. <laughs> and I have to ask my wife all the time, what was that again? Because i got to make sure I do it right. Because they're, they're used to it. Yeah. And, you know, it's really funny that, that that's part of their life and it's important to them. So I, I encourage you, if you, you have kids, do something. Because honestly, it does nothing but draw you together. It just, it's just one of those things that, yeah, this is what we do. Before we ever open gifts, I'll read Luke 2. You know, I just read the Bible story to them. And, and they're 30-some years old. I was like, read the Bible story, Dad. Yep, I got it. Got it. You know, I got the Bible right here. I'll read it to you. So it's, it's just those little traditions that I look back on and I go, does this bring stability to your life or what does it do? I think so. I think in a child's life, even if they get older, there's certain things that brings stability, even if they're Swedish meatballs on Christmas Eve. You know, I mean, something simple. So I'm just encouraging our listeners, do something like that with your, your family and, and set traditions. All right, the two questions. We're going to take a break here on the show. Two questions to get to us on the tweet back tonight. Uh, have you seen any odd last-minute Christmas shopping items on sale this week when you've done a little bit of Christmas shopping? And secondly, what are some of your traditions that you do during Christmas time? It doesn't have to be necessarily Christmas Day, but maybe you went, like my family, we went and cut down a Christmas tree and brought it in and decorated it. And, and so that's, for us and our family, that's one thing that we do together. It's just one thing. There are a lot of different things that people do. We'd love to know. Hit us up on the tweet back tonight. Use the hashtag HNRTB. This conversation will continue here on HopeNet Radio. We're connecting parents with their teens in real conversations that save lives. HopeNet Radio on Q90FM. This is HopeNet Radio. Connect with us on Facebook and Twitter. Hashtag HNR. Now, back to Jeff and Dave. Hey, welcome back to the show. Check out tonight's show notes at HopeNet360.com. Also, our live coaches are available anytime you want to chat. During the week, during the show, doesn't matter. HopeNet360.com is the link. You can go and chat with a live coach anytime, day or night, about stuff. Whatever's going on in your life, they're there. They'd love to chat with you. Jeff, DW, Jason hanging out tonight, having fun on the show. And guys, we were kind of talking about some of the odd or just fun Christmas traditions that we have. Uh, For my family, we'll do the tree thing. We'll do some decorating with that. Uh, We haven't done the elf on the shelf thing. I see a lot of friends on Facebook and social media putting out this elf and doing some kind of funny poses and, and funny scenes with this elf. I didn't get into it, but it looks like a lot of fun. There's a list, lovehomeswap.com, and uh, it's got some odd ones, odd traditions. Did you guys know in Germany, on December 5th, kids will leave a shoe outside their house, and overnight, it's filled with sweets, but if the kids are naughty, they're going to awake to find a tree branch in the shoe instead. 
That sounds like a fun tradition. What if their shoe's gone? Yeah. If I knew that, there'd be a lot of candy missing in the morning right. with, with shoe branches. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all these kids will wake up and have all these branches, and my, my, my bag would be full. <laughs> full of sweets. Yeah. That yeah. smell like shoes. That would be a lousy tradition in the United States <laughs> in the city. If you lived in the city, that would be it. There'd be no shoes left. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm like, <laughs> there'd be, there'd be empty. What happens no if your shoes go? Branches on your porch. <laughs> Just leave out one, not the pair. Oh, there's no shoes. Right. No. That would be the thing. It'll be somebody's Christmas gift. Yeah. So, guys, any other traditions that you guys have, Jason? Do you have any other traditions that you guys do? Uh, we always go down and, and and cut down our own Christmas tree, uh, which is fun. And then we always uh, we always have the the same meal on Christmas morning. We do a quiche, and then we do cinnamon rolls and some other stuff. So just some subtle things. But I think as we, I mean, we're still a young family, so even as you, each year comes, I think we try to add something to it to sure. make it more interesting and fun. And You reminded me of, of the breakfast we have, actually, on, on Christmas morning. I forgot it was tradition. It's omelet in a bag. Oh, yeah. Omelet in a bag. In a baggie. Yeah. Have you ever done that? No. Oh, the kids love it. You take a, a freezer Ziploc bag. Yeah. And and you just put the eggs out and all the different fixings. Somebody might want an omelet. Okay. Put two eggs in the bag okay. and you let them put whatever they want in there, the cheese, whatever. Seal it, put it in boiling water. I think it's 13 minutes. I don't remember. Just open the bag and let it fall out. It falls out in this beautiful form omelet and it's absolutely delicious. Everybody gets what they want in it. And so Christmas morning, we have done that. We do, we do uh, baggy omelets. Huh. Uh, on Christmas morning, the kids look forward to it. They look forward to make sure we have all the ingredients and all that kind of stuff, and they look forward to this stupid <laughs> little thing that we do. And you know what? They're delicious. Um, they're absolutely delicious way to make omelets, especially if, you're, if you've got a lot of people and they like different things in the omelet. Hmm. This is a great way to do it because they can put whatever they want in there, and the omelet's done. I mean, it's just amazing. I forget there is a specific amount of minutes. I forget what it is, but you could look it up online, I'm sure. I've never cooked an omelet in boiling water. Yeah, we'll have to find that and stick that in the show notes because... I'm intrigued by that. Well, you know what? It, it, it's such a simple way to do it. It doesn't have to be Christmas. But when you have guests over, it is really a great way. In fact, uh, we have a guest over now from Arizona. I think we'll, we'll make omelets tomorrow. We'll do that just for the fun of it, just to make them. Nice. Because it is. It's a fun way to do it. Yeah, which is pretty crazy considering the week that we have. You have a friend from Arizona up here, like the coldest week of the year. <laughs> yeah. You know what he told me? He said that... Um, Flights into Wisconsin this time of year from Arizona are pretty empty. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, and it's pretty cheap to come here. Sure, I would imagine so. <laughs> yeah, it's like, because those airplanes, they have to come back to pick everyone up that's leaving. And, and so mean, they, who, they must have to have, you know, There's multiple on. reasons. I mean, who would want to come to a frozen tundra? Yeah. Who would want to come and see the Packers play? No, stop. You know, so oh. like, it just keeps going on and on. There's list after stop. list. And why, why would people want to come here? Stop. Well, <laughs> oh, man. The, the, oh, man. The truth is, now let's just have a moment of truth here. Because the truth is, my wife and I love winter. We do. We think it's one of the greatest seasons. That's because we go outside and do something. Yeah. You know, if you think about it, when you, when you think about Christmas, if you can put everything back into the relational bowl and not the stuff bowl, you know what I mean? The relational bowl. The, the mm -hmm. reason that we actually love Christmas, I mean, winter, is not because it's cold. Nobody likes being cold. That's stupid. Nobody, nobody likes being cold. <laughs> But we like winter because there's snow on the ground and we can ski. And it's something that my wife and I get to do together. So we go out every day and we ski together. So that's relational. So, so winter becomes a time of relationship that's a little different than what we do otherwise and how we spend our time together. And really, no matter where you live, it could be in Arizona, whatever. In Arizona, the opposite happens in the summer. It gets really hot there. So you got to figure out other ways to do things during that period of time that you can do. But if you put it in the context of relationship, 
As we're thinking of Christmas, you know, I'm, I'm encouraging our listeners, put everything you're doing in the context of relationship, not stuff. Yeah. In other words, if you're fixing a special meal, think of the joy that you're going to get by just sharing that time with people and not, oh, I hope everything's fixed right. Think of the people part. Think of, uh, of the, 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 the ability of to share your, your resources with somebody else and make their life better. I mean, hmm. start thinking in terms of relationships rather than stuff or clean house or just, you know, th- if you think of terms of stuff, you're going you're gonna to wear yourself out. Mm-hmm. But if you think in terms of, I want to enjoy the people in my life. Um, every year, and I've said this before, but every year I ask my daughters, I have two daughters, and they ask me what I want, you know, Christmas, and I say the same thing, I just want you home. I, I would like to see you. I would like you to be around. Why, that's important to me at my age. I just want to be with you. I, you know, the gifts, whatever, you know, whatever the gifts are, they are. But as you, if you're there and we can make that bag omelet, you know, together on Christmas morning, that'll be fine. The girls are used to me saying that. They're used to me just being that kind of dad. You know, it's, it's like, but they love it. It's, it's like, you're the present. I just want you in my life. Mm. I mean, I just got an email from one of my daughters the other day that said, I'm so looking forward to Christmas just being with you. Yeah. I thought, okay, there's the present right there. That, thank you very much. That's the present yep. is being with us. Yep. Uh, there will be other presents, you know, but that's not what's important. What is important is that I have daughters that are over 30 years old, and they still want to be with their parents. Not, not live with us. They haven't lived with us for years, but they want to visit with us, and they want to be a part of our lives. And that's what's more special than all of the gifts in the world. And, and we will have gifts, but that's not the main gift. The main gift is them. Yeah, we've had similar conversations just in some of my own family with some of my in-laws. I've got a brother and sister-in-law that uh, live a little bit outside of the Green Bay area. And so whenever they come in, our, our kids get to play together. It's a lot of fun. I mean, we love hanging out with them, but I think we're even in that mode too. We had a discussion where we're like, do we do, we do gifts for all the nephews and nieces and like all the, you know, different family members and and we kind of just had this you know frank conversation of well i actually think it's just more fun when you guys are here i don't really care if you get us or our kids anything to be honest i just would rather have you guys here and just you know have fun playing together and not feel that pressure i think there's so much pressure at christmas time to meet somebody's wish list, as it were, you know, get everything on their list and if you don't if it doesn't happen that christmas is ruined and man, if, if that's our concept of Christmas, boy, I think we're still going to be miserable even when we open up presents on Christmas Day because we're just going to be focused on what we didn't get, you know? And, and the relational side of it, Dave, is so important. We forget sometimes why we're actually getting the gifts for these people, right? They're people. And we lose sight of that so easily this time of year. And so I just encourage you, we'd encourage you too. How do you keep people focused in Christmas time? We'd love to hear on the tweet back tonight. Use the hashtag HNRTV. Also, our show notes are available at HopeNet360.com. This conversation will continue here on HopeNet Radio. Feel like nobody cares? We do. HopeNet360.com has an online crisis chat line powered by Groundwire. A live coach is available to talk right now at HopeNet360.com. Every teen needs positive interactions every day. It's why many teens visit the online crisis chat line powered by Groundwire. Through Groundwire, adults like you volunteer two to four hours per week sharing wisdom and encouragement with young people searching for that one positive voice in a world blaring with negatives. You can be that positive voice. We're adding 20 new coaches to our online coaching team. 
Learn more at HopeNet360.com slash coach. Hi, this is Dave Wager, a voice you normally hear on HopeNet Radio. And when I'm not doing radio, one of my favorite things to do is teach at the Nicolay Bible Institute. I invite you to check out this one-year Bible and service program at NicolayBibleInstitute.org. It's HopeNet Radio. You can talk with a live spiritual coach anytime at HopeNet360.com. Now, here are the hosts of HopeNet Radio, Jeff and Dave. Hey, welcome to the second half of HopeNet Radio. Jeff DW hanging out with you tonight here on the show. Jason's in studio. And if you miss any part of this conversation this week or any week, you can subscribe to the HopeNet Radio podcast on your favorite podcasting app. Check out HopeNet360.com slash podcast. And you can subscribe on your favorite podcasting app, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, whatever app or service you use, you can find us out there. So, guys, it's been a fun conversation. And we're a week away from Christmas, and I keep asking the question, how can we not have fun? And yet, this time of year, as we've talked about the last couple of weeks in the Tis the Season series, it's Tis the Season for Peace, it's Tis the Season for Joy, but so often our attitudes, our mindset is not filled with peace, it's not filled with joy. Uh, at least I'm not expressing those things this time of year. Usually I'm stressing out about, you know, how am I going to get these gifts and that gift and pay this car bill and and the phone bill and everything else is stacking up and you're like, oh, it's just a, a big stressful time of year. And hopefully tonight, this conversation will inspire you to have great conversations this week and to maybe feel a little bit less stressed about Christmas, to actually enjoy the season. I think it. we get so paced with so many different things going in a lot of different directions, Dave, that you know we lose sight of a lot of things that are really important. And what we've talked about on the show, some of the fun stuff, you know, even the relationships that some of us are, are taking for granted this time of year. I'll be honest, I take relationships for granted at this time of year. Yeah. It's kind of like I'm going to, I'm going to give certain gifts to people and, and, uh, and then go back to my life as it were. And I know I'm not the only one that feels that way. I think this is, you know, for a lack of of better phrasing, it's a stressful time because relationships aren't always the best, especially when it comes to family. A lot of times family, those relationships get strained and uh, and then it it leads to, you know, other dysfunctional things that happen at Christmas gatherings. And and it can be a time of just not joy, if we're just being honest. Yeah. There's an old um, Christmas carol where they sing, Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, all you faithful. Oh, come, all you faithful. faithful. Okay. Oh, come, let us adore him. Let me ask you guys this. What would it take for you to actually begin to sit and adore Christ? Adore means to respect deeply, to love deeply. What would it take for you to actually this season pause enough and long enough to do that? Because that's what the goal is. It's the, it, the goal of the, we have these reminders. Christmas is like a communion time or something else. It's a reminder of something. It's a reminder of the fact that God, in fact, in the Old Testament, New Testament, they, they used to give names so that we would remember things by. Your name was very significant. And if you look in the Bible, even I was reading through this little thing, it was called adornaments, adornaments. And it, it, I think it was put out by uh, Family Life. Uh, so you can look that up. But the bottom line really is what, what they have is these little ornaments that you put on the tree that reminds you of the names of Jesus so that you can be reminded of who he is so that you can enjoy him. And, and again, I, you know, I use the word enjoy a lot. I, I honestly tell you the truth. I enjoy God and I enjoy the people in my life. I enjoy them. And you guys know on the program, I didn't go goofy and enjoy just 
talking about stupid things and just I just enjoy the people part of life. And and what's interesting here is that if you go back and look at the names that they that Jesus gave himself. For example, in Matthew 123, it says, Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. Well, what's that mean? God with us. That was the big deal. God with us. I mean, that was the big deal. Think of it for a moment. So, so this Christmas, how, many, how, do, how do you get your kids? You have young kids, and they're not going to grab this one. Yeah. So, but as they get older, how do you get to the point where you look at and you, you, you portray the fact to somebody, and you actually grab it, that God came into this world, the God of creation, the ruler, the king of kings, the ruler of the universe, the creator of all things, chose to come here and be among us. And that's what we celebrate. See, that helps you adore him. I mean, right there. It helps you think it through. And, and I think if you go through and, and you uh, look at the names, uh, another name uh, that's given in the New Testament to, that Jesus gives says, I am the door. What's a door? Well, a door, it's the way into somewhere. He's the, he's the way into life. He's the way into God. He's the way that in John 15, he says, I am divine. See, these words that describe him, I would suggest that you take some time and think about what they mean. It helps you adore him or enjoy him more. You know, the vine. What is the vine? Well, it says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Very interesting. I'm the vine. What's interesting there is you guys know, you have Christmas trees there. You know, you cut that tree off of its root system. It dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it's talking about. You cut us away from God, we die. So all of a sudden, those that are listening today, you're still alive. Those who have family today, here's what you need to understand is that the life that you have, you have because God gives it to you. And it's all in that name. And, and there are several more. I know in John 4, 10, he calls himself living water. Well, you know, water is how we stay alive. Here, here's what I want to encourage our listeners. There's all kinds of names that God ascribes to himself to help us understand who he is. And this time of year, you need to take some time and with your family, take some time and try and do something where you talk about who God is, who Jesus is, so that your adoration for him grows. Your adoration for him needs to grow. And how you do that, I think, don't just spend it on gifts and and busyness. How will, after this season, your adoration for Christ grow? And that's what I'd love you to put some capital into. Yeah, the one thought I had, Dave, that came to mind as you were talking, you had asked that question of how do you, how do you focus on adoring Jesus this time of year? The part that I, I come back to is when Jesus said, you, you can't have two masters, you can't serve two masters, you, can't, you won't love both of them the same. I can't love two things equally. I'll either love stuff or I'll love people. And when it, when it comes to adoring Jesus, I'll either love Jesus or I'll love the stuff that he gives me, but I'm not going to love both of those the same. I can't. There's just no way. My heart's not big enough. My energy isn't sufficient to love both the same. Same thing with my wife. I can either, I can love my wife, the person that she is, or I can, you know, love the cooking or the food or the, the things that she gives or that she does for me. Like, there's just no... There's no middle ground there. I'm either going to love the physical part of it or I'm going to love the relationship part of it. And that's kind of the same way with God. And and so when I sing a song like that, I have to strip away even the stuff, you know, the good and the bad that God has done for me. And I have to 
focused on adoring God for who he is. And that to me is like, that's the hard part because we intertwine the stuff a lot of times with the person. And that's, I think that's the part that I get confused about as a human being. So uh, I don't know, Jason, any quick thoughts on that? You know, and, and, and you could, there's ways you could do it simply. Like I think of my family and they're not at the point where they would understand something like that. And even Dave referenced that, but there's even things that my wife and I are doing now to try to instill with that, that, you know, Christmas isn't necessarily about the stuff. You know, it's not about Santa. It's not about, you know, the gifts, you know, at the core of it, it's about Jesus. And even right now we're trying to instill that mindset into him so that he appreciates it and so that he can adore in a sense in his, in his three-year-old mind what that looks like. This conversation will continue here on HopeNet Radio. If you're going through something tonight, a live coach is waiting to talk to you at HopeNet360.com. This is HopeNet Radio. Feel free to email the show, hope at hopenet360.com. Now, back to Jeff and Dave. Hey, welcome back to the show, Jeff. D.W. Jason sitting down tonight. Guys, it's our last real, what I would consider regular episode of HopeNet Radio. And I wanted to hear from you guys. Take a little bit of a break from the conversation about Christmas and, and talk about next year. 2017 is literally days away it's hardly you can hardly think in terms of weeks anymore and this is 2017 is a big year for you guys at silver birch ranch can you talk about some of the things coming up next year that are happening at silver birch ranch yeah you know we're really excited because for some reason god has allowed us to exist for 50 years i mean in in 1967 in november of 1967 um this place was bought uh, by my dad who was a pastor it's a nonprofit. We don't own it, but, but it was bought at that time um, by faith and a borrowed down payment. And it's an amazing story for the last 50 years than how we're even here and the thousands of people that God has allowed us to influence. And, and through that time, our first summer then was in 68. Some people are confused. They say, well, you started in 68, it would be 18. No, we were bought in 67, so it makes it 50 years in, in, 19, in 2017. And actually, if you count it, it's our 50th summer as well in 1960, in, it's from 1968 till now. So we're, we're celebrating it this year. Yep. And we're excited about that. What are we doing? Jason's with us. He's actually our program director. And uh, what are we doing this summer? That's oh, we're, be doing, special. We're, we're having a lot of fun, for sure. Uh, but we're doing a special, we have a special family camp, which is around the 4th of July weekend. And we're kind of calling that our 50th anniversary family camp, where we're inviting anybody and everybody to come and join us. Uh, we do have some cabins available still. So if you want to join us, just go on to silverbridgeranch.org and click on the summer tab. And you can see what cabins we have left for that. Uh, but then also knowing that that'll probably end up filling up or, or there might be, you know, you might not be able to commit to that whole family camp week. We are doing a one-day celebration, and that'll be on July 1st. And we have a lot of lot of things planned. We want to be able to, to look back and, and just reminisce a little bit to celebrate God's faithfulness. And so we have different activities that we'll be doing all day. And then our hope is to have a big main session in the evening uh, that we want to invite everybody to and then just uh, kind of celebrate and in, in, in fashion just God's faithfulness to this place. So if you've ever been to Silver Birch Ranch or if you've had family that's come to Silver Birch Ranch or if indirectly Silver Birch Ranch has influenced your life, we'd love to have you come and join us on the 1st of July this summer uh, for that event. And you can register for that online as well. Just go to silverbirchranch.org and then click on the summer tab for that as well. And uh, yeah. it's going to be a lot of fun. Or, or if you have kids that you want to send to summer camp this summer, registrations are open, so you can go take a look at yep. that. Yep. You know, the other thing is this winter, uh, we have something we call Winter Jam that's, that's right. coming up. That's right. And, and that's coming up uh, in January 3rd, 4th, and no, no, February 3rd, 4th, and 5th. That's right. February 3rd, 4th, and 5th. 
Yep. So um, what is that about? Who, who's invited to come? February. Yeah, this is uh, to junior and high school students. So this year we're actually opening up to junior high students. So we'd love to have you come out. Uh, we get Jeff to come up and join us, and we actually try to record some of you guys uh, and get some of what, what's going on in your guys' brains and lives and hearts, and, and that way we could use it on the show. But it's a great time just to come out, enjoy the snow, enjoy getting to know some of the other people your age. Who's and, speaking this year? And it's actually myself. I'm there speaking. you go. So it'll, it, you know, hopefully uh, it'll be a good speaker. We're looking forward to that we're, we're looking forward to having jason speak and and would love to have you guys come if you're in junior high or high school you know get it on your calendar how do they sign up for that again uh they could either uh bug their youth pastor to get in touch with me and they could sign up as a youth group otherwise they can go onto our website and click on the winter jam uh banner and that'll take them to the registration page where they can come and sign up and, and join us for that very so. good Silver Birch Ranch, if you've never been to a camping experience like Silver Birch Ranch, it is worth checking out. I love going up, and I'm looking forward to Winter Jam weekend, and and that's always a fun weekend for high schoolers just to hang out. I mean, there's so many things that happen, especially Christmas time, and January seems to be a good month where, yeah, you get back into the school routine, and then it's like, bam, Winter Jam is here, and it's like, oh, it's such a fun weekend. You get to go tubing. You can do some fun, fun stuff outdoors. Hopefully, it's not as cold as it has been that weekend. But that's true. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun time. And and if you've never been up to a camping experience, lots of great opportunities. So I encourage you to check that out, guys. Uh, it's I look forward to the many different times you get to come up and and especially interacting with some of the NBI students who are up there. Can you guys talk a little bit about what's happening with this class at NBI? You know what? Every year we have about thirty students that come for the year. And they really come here. It's a college program for one year. Many Christian colleges take our credits. And basically, you're learning the Bible, and you're learning how to serve God. You're learning how to die to yourself. That, those are the two real goals. And uh, I encourage young people, when you're done with high school, take a year, learn the Bible, learn how to serve people. It's something I don't care what profession you go into, you're going to need to know. You might as well get a good foundation there. And we love doing that here at Silver Birch Ranch. So you, you can find more information there at, at Nicolay Bible Institute, nicolaybibleinstitute.org, or you can go right to the Silver Birch Ranch site and get yourself over there. All right. We have links in our show notes tonight at hopenet360.com. This conversation will continue on HopeNet Radio. Love HopeNet Radio? Stay in contact all week long at hopenet360.com. This is HopeNet Radio. Connect with us on Facebook and Twitter Hashtag HNR. Now, back to Jeff and Dave. Welcome back to the show, Jeff. D.W. Jason hanging out with you tonight here on HopeNet Radio. And we do have show notes for tonight's episode at HopeNet360.com. Also, a lot of great things coming up in 2017, which we highlighted at Silver Birch Ranch in the last part of our discussion. Plus, we do have Human Trafficking Awareness Month. And so we're going to talk to Tara Kay in the coming weeks about that event and just the overall awareness about human trafficking. So stay tuned for that. And next week, we've got a really great episode for Christmas, a special Christmas edition of HopeNet Radio. So this is the last real, what I would consider regular or normal, quote unquote, if there is a such thing as normal. I know I use these words, Dave, and they just make your, your brain flare up just wondering if we do unnormal shows or irregular shows but abnormal unnormal crazy i think you get it so guys as we're wrapping up the conversation and even 2016 what are some of your takeaways maybe from this year or this conversation tonight what do you want people to get out of 2016 you know if you look back in your life and this has been a tough year it's because your eyes are planted on this 
world that we live in and the life that is down here. This is a tough life, and there are things that will always disappoint us. We weren't made for just this moment in history. And when you, you live as if you're made for this moment in history, you're going to be frustrated because it doesn't work. And the adjustment isn't that God's got to make an adjustment. We have to make the adjustment. If this time of year can serve you well, take time to draw yourself to God. In other words, sit down and think about how much you have spent just with God and enjoying him. And, and perhaps you're saying, you know what, I have no idea what it is to even be in God's family or what it means to enjoy God. Then I would invite you to, to get on with the live counselors. Go to hopenet360.com, talk to some live coaches today, and just talk to them about what is Dave talking about when he talks about enjoying God and being in his family. And let them talk you through this. Because the number one thing that you really have to settle in life is your estrangement from God. And that's what Christmas is all about. He sent Jesus to this earth so that you and I would no longer have to be strangers with him. And Jesus came and he was born and he was rejected and he died on our behalf so that we could be a part of God's family. And he did it because he actually loves you. This Christmas, if you're sitting around and you're, you're, you're thinking, you know, I, I have all these memories as a kid, but things are different. I wonder if I'm really loved. I'm wondering if I'm really wanted by people. You know what? You're really loved and wanted by God. And, and if you want to spend the moments waiting for him and looking for him, you'll find him. He promises that. And that's what I'm inviting you to do. And perhaps it is contacting one of the, the coaches. Or You need to search if you don't know who God is and you're not getting the peace of God that he wants you to have, no matter what the circumstances are in life, we'd love to help you get there. Because this Christmas, as in every Christmas, should be a time where you pause and rejoice in the fact that God loves you enough to have sent his son so that you could actually live life the way it was meant to be. That's my, my wish for each of our listeners, is that you get to that point where you have enjoyed God. And, and why not make it Christmas? It's a great time of year to do the reflecting and do that. You know, Dave, I would totally echo everything that you just said. And I would even, you know, that kind of like adding on to that, the next step is, is really just enjoy the people around you. I think, you know, we talked about that a little bit tonight on, the, on this episode is that so often I think we take for granted the people that are around us and the people that are in our lives. And I think, um, if anything, I would encourage you just to put your phone down and enjoy the people around you. You know, and that's something that I've even challenged myself is that sometimes it's easy just to grab your phone, just to look at something or check something out, or you hear a ding and it's like, oh, I got to check it. And we're so beckoned and attached to at least to our phones. And I would say just, especially this holiday season, kind of put that aside, you know, and enjoy family, enjoy really what Christmas is about. You know, it's the birth of Jesus. It's the birth of God's solution to our depravity of sin. And, and, and I would just encourage you to, to just really enjoy this season and just not be as busy as we usually are, but really, you know, adore Christ and, and just be with your family, be with your friends and, and really just enjoy those relationships because there's not many opportunities in the busyness of life that you get to do that. What powerful words. And it's easy to lose sight of that because we get so, again, we get so busy. We get so wrapped up in the doing of Christmas that we forget to just be in Christmas. And and that's kind of the beauty of Christmas itself is that it, it, it doesn't come down to gifts or certain presents or, you know, a lot of other traditions that we do or don't do anymore. People that are in our lives or are no longer in our lives. What it really comes down to is just being in the presence of God. God came to this earth. Jesus came into this world to be with you. And that's, that's so powerful in the same way that he was with you, you know, in that physical sense, God is with you by his spirit. 
And that's the beauty of, of Christmas and that we celebrate that we can have God's presence in our life. That's the only thing that's going to get us through this holiday season, especially if, if at the time where you've been filled with, you know, feelings of bitterness or, you know, resentment of a certain thing that has happened in your life. And, and so when we talk about family, there's, there's emotions that come up in that and there's, you know, tension and there's all these, you know, just raw emotions. Maybe today is just that time where you just reflect on, you know, what really is important. Whose presence do I need in my life? Jesus is the one who can sustain us. He's the one that breathes life into us. And and just like Dave said, if you are new to that, if that's kind of a new thing for you, you're listening to the show and you're like, what does that even mean? What does it mean to have God with you? Isn't he just some kind of like being or something way up in the sky where it's like he's not even knowable? Like, what are you guys even talking about? Our live coaches will be glad to just walk through that with you at HopeNet360.com. That is all for us here on the show this week. You can find the show notes and download these and past episodes for free by subscribing to our podcast at HopeNet360.com slash podcast. Our live Twitter chat, the tweet back is going 24-7 at HopeNet360.com or by using the hashtag HNRTB. And you can follow HopeNet360 on most social platforms. So check out HopeNet360.com slash connect. From all of us here on HopeNet Radio, make each conversation count this week. You could save a life. And Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from all of us here on HopeNet Radio. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Later. 